0: Hey guys, welcome back to episode number eight of Too Authentic with myself, Sven, and as always my partner in crime, Jess. Hey everyone. On Too Authentic, we talk about controversial and relevant topics in a real and authentic way, maybe too authentic for some. Today we want to have an honest look at the fitness industry, what fitness actually means to us, how it has impacted and changed our lives, and uh, yeah, also some rotten apples out there on social media, I think that's what we're going to talk about as well. Um, Jess, let's start with you. What does fitness mean to you?
1: Hmm. So that's such a big um, topic and a big question for as well because fitness to me is not just the physical aspects. Yes, they're very important, and yes, I aspire to keep a lean physique, and I like, like to get stronger, and I like to push myself really hard so I look better, but for me, a big part of why I enjoy fitness so much is the mental benefits that come with it, so more of like the mental fitness, if you want to call it that, how your mind elevates, and how you get stronger, not just in your physical body, but also in your brain, and you try to, to see things differently and you also start to have like less insecurities I find as well because you start to change your relationship with yourself so for me fitness has always been more than just the physical and I've always given great weight and great importance to I'd say the mental and emotional parts of what fitness really is it's not really just about how many weights you're lifting or just what you're eating but it's what you look what you feel what you see what you consume and how your mind works and just It's huge. It's very holistic for me.
0: Yeah, um, I really like what you said there. And the thing is this, um, if you look at the fitness world or the fitness industry, um, there are a lot of products or services or people out there that do only connect the looks with it and that do only sell the looks and that do actually um, feed into insecurities, you know. So uh, fitness training can be very powerful in becoming more self-confident, growing as a person, lots of parallels for the everyday life where you can, you know, take your strength and inspiration from your training and take it for other areas in your life. At the same time, um, if we only look at training and looks um, isolated um, exclusively, it can also feed into insecurities. And there are a lot of people out there that feed off it and, you know, sell products. Um, I know there's one thing that you... um, really hate and that you've mentioned recently oh, yeah, it wasn't. I, I wasn't know. even uh, really aware of it or uh, didn't even know that it was a thing uh, you call it diarrhea teas right? yeah well or, they or, call it
1: um, like skinny fit teas or slim teas like 8 day detox to lose 10 kilos or whatever there they we promise. go already
0: they call it skinny fit but it has nothing to do yeah, with I don't fit know if that's in the our exact, sense yeah yeah I yeah. don't know if that's
1: the exact same what it's actually called it might be called slim tea or something I don't even know but I'm sure there's some skinny tea out there as well but basically they promise to help you lose a lot of weight by drinking this tea and all these teas really do is make you like sit on the toilet for like six hours of the day like if you do your research you'll see that these ingredients are designed for you to drop a lot of water weight and that's why you drop so much weight initially because it's just water weight you're dropping right you end up coming looking looking at sick you become sick Mm -hmm. because you're losing so much water and you're not really losing fat or gaining muscle it's just this quick let me just malnourish you as quick as I can and it's unhealthy you can actually kill yourself with these kind of things
0: and it is big influencers pushing that stuff. Is yeah. it the Kardashians even?
1: Yeah, I think the, the Kardashians push it. And there is a lot of other influencers that push it too. So I saw an Indian influencer actually the other day pushing it. And I was like, so, comment, mm. so tempted to just comment, like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, people follow you because they look up to you and you're pushing a T that's like, oh. This tea is great for you because, like me, if you train really hard, um, it'll help you get the results you want and it'll help you get, like, a toned look and these creams will mel- make you look firmer as well. And I just wanted to comment and be like, you know what, stop talking shit out of your ass because that's bullshit. I'm sorry, but the only way to drop fa- fat is to be in a calorie deficit. Yeah. That's it.
0: Yeah and if you and that's the problem people look at losing body weight and yes this can come from water in your body but it's definitely not going to make you better in terms of athletic purposes ask bodybuilders that are just about to go on stage um how well they think they would perform at the gym you know like that's the probably the maximum dehydration that you can achieve these guys on stage and it's not it's not healthy it's not sustainable (coughs) um it's still not just dehydration there. It's also like a, you know, like a constant caloric deficit and stuff. There's more to it. I'm not a bodybuilding expert as well at this point. Uh, just just to drop that, um, probably never will be because I. Eat, but yeah, because I think it is nothing that is healthy and sustainable. So I'm, I'm completely, I completely agree with you. If I look at fitness and what it means to me, it is holistic. It is sustainable. There uh, are terms like longevity, yes. long-term goals, and most of all, health. It has to be healthy. It has to, you know, like be beneficial for your health long-term, and also it should make you feel better. Apart from the muscle soreness and stuff, and all that stuff that comes with it, you feel smashed after your session. At the same time, you're on endorphins and you know, like uh, yeah. on 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 hormones, and you're still feeling good in some way. But that is very very important. So I think if you look at the fitness industry nowadays um and these people where you feel like you want to have a go at them sometimes it might even be the lack of education as well that people don't even take the effort they take the quick money maybe they don't uh, take like uh, take the effort to look into these things. They don't even really know what they're yeah. promoting there. They're just like, well, it brings results in some way, so let me just push it. Yeah, you you look like you want to say something. Yeah,
1: look, I agree with you so, to some extent that maybe they aren't educated, but I'm sorry. If you're in a position where you have the power to influence a lot of people and people oh, look completely up to you, agree. young yeah. girls look up to you, it is your responsibility to look into what you're pushing to these to these markets because you're, you're not only um, pushing products that you don't even know what the hell is in these things, but you are pretty much creating a negative relationship for that person with their self. You know what I mean? Like now you'll push this tea. You don't even know what's in it. This child, this person will start taking this tea and think that, oh, teas are the way that I'm going to handle weight loss for the rest of my life. Creates a negative relationship with their body, with their nutrition, with their self. And what is that doing? And
0: it starts with, you made a post recently. um, I've seen a similar um, transformation. Yeah. Since what what was it? Early 2016. When I really started uh, working out regularly Um, my weight since then, uh, where was I? Um, I think I have gained a fair bit of weight. I can't tell you how many kilos right now. I don't, I don't know the number from the top of my head, but I've got, I've gained a lot of weight, you know, um, if you look at my height and my weight, I'm probably, if you take the BMI and stuff, I'm on the, on the edge (laughs) of uh, (laughs) obesity, Yeah. But my body has become so much more athletic, so much yes. fitter, you know. I'm so much stronger. I'm feeling so much better. My lifestyle has improved so much. So the first thing I would tell people is take your eyes off the weighing scale because weight is not the main indicator. If you want to drop body fat, fair enough. We know how important that is for the overall health, you know. We, we know how many... Um, health issues and conditions are related to the amount of body fat that is a great approach you know at the same time um, you can also be fit without being completely shredded that, is, com- that yeah. is totally up to you you know you don't have to be look like the perfect fitness model and say this is what fitness is you can still be fit it's mobility it's flexibility you know it's st- stability a lot of people are big in the gym but their, their training is very monotone you know it's not balanced they have pains in their joints they have mobility issues and tightness because um, they focus on the front of their body much more than the back for example because it looks Better and bigger in the gym or in the in the club when you go. out oh, when you have a big when you have big pecs and a big bicep. So um, for me, fitness it is so big as a whole, and this is also why you can't take certain elements and only push them in certain products. And the problem is when people promise shortcuts or. Um, you know, quick results, the, 10 kilos the road to in quick 10 success. Days. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. This is where it becomes really dangerous, and the warning bell should go for you guys. If 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 people promise shortcuts, because the only healthy way to achieve fitness, a fit body, a fit mind, you know, overall a fit lifestyle, is through longevity, and you know, by by yeah, implementing habits. You know, it's it's you said that before um i've I've heard of it in different contexts um motivation is what gets you started but then it's about creating habits sustainable habits that brings the the change or um, establishes a certain lifestyle and brings you long-term results
1: yeah and you know something i get asked about all the time is how do you stay so motivated like what gets you motivated to keep training and to be honest like my motivation like it's it's not even a thing in my head anymore it's just something I do like training is just such an integral part of my life that I do it it's like brushing my teeth now I do it because I just do it it's part of my day like and that's that's the point here like motivation is fleeting you'll have days where you're not motivated to go for that run you're not motivated to go and train but you do it because you've got to do it it's like brushing your teeth You don't want to get out of a nice warm bed and brush your teeth, but you do it because you do it. That's it.
0: And you know it's good for your teeth and you know it's good for your body and your mind. Like sometimes we have days where we are stressed, where we feel like we're off balance and then we're like, we haven't trained for a day or two. Let's just go. We need to go to the gym. Gym is closed. Okay, we need to go to the park and get a workout in. We like, for us... This has become a tool to achieve and maintain our balance, you know, stress release. We know, you know, you're doing something good for yourself, for your body, and also... Long term, like as we get older, you know, it's so good. It increases your muscle density, your bone density. You know, you're less likely to get arthritis, osteoporosis, all these things generally, all sorts of injuries, um, you know, stuff that can happen, especially as you get older, you know, in your everyday life. So you're less, less, less and less prone to this cardiovascular diseases, you know, everything that's related with obesity. So every time I go to the gym, I know it's not just to get that extra inch on the bicep, the or to get that extra inch on my chest, I know that, of course, I'm, I'm, um, I have a good, um, like, good drive and intrinsic motivation. If yes. we still want to use that word, or intrinsic drive, um, I want to push myself hard and harder and harder and harder and get better week by week, month by month. But this is also um, looking at the performance and not just the looks.
1: Yeah, and I 100% agree with you. I think it's very important to understand and know why fitness is an integral part of your life. And if it's not yet, why isn't it? Like, why... Why do you want to improve yourself, and why do you want to improve your body, apart from just the physical, superficial benefits to look good, to have a six-pack? What's the real reasons? And for us, I know for you, your like deeper reason is longevity. To look, I think you you said it perfectly the other day. You always want to look—is it fifteen younger, fifteen years younger than you are, or something? I think yeah, you know, basically,
0: yeah. Basically, you. um I know I'm much fitter and healthier now without having ha- had my whole body checked, but you know I feel a lot fitter yep. and healthier now than like let's say five or even ten years ago yeah you know um i i I'm, I'm at a so much better stage now and usually i don't know what you say probably men peak in their mid-20s or something no nah, I, nah, I think for performance you for mean
1: performance wise yeah. i was talking about looks <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> no i'm talking i'm talking about performance and i think performance um that might be in their mid-20s somewhere around there mm. i do not feel like um it's all going downhill for me yep. not at all and um you know it's always about like the the number on your passport or your age That is literally just a number, you know? And that's the thing. You also, yeah, you slow down the aging process. Of course, as you're younger, you don't really see that. But it is, you know, about being healthy. And also nowadays, um, unless you are, a professional athlete in a in a profession where um, it's like more physically demanding even then it can be very monotone movements i can't think of anything right now you know but even if it's a physical job it might be very monotone so fitness is a great way to counterbalance that as well to balance that out like most people that watch are probably sitting on the desk all day typing writing looking at the screen so the head is pushed forward, you know, shoulders yep. are becoming rounded, hip flexors are getting okay. tight, hemis are getting tight, you know, it leads into lots of postural um, issues. And then we have the back pain and then we have the shoulder pain and then we yeah. have the neck pain and the headaches and all going. that stuff. So, you know, even, and you see that more and more, even at young age, you know, people are 25, 30 and they suffer from all this. So then, you know, fitness in the sense that we say, where it's not just about dropping weight; it's about becoming stronger, better, healthier, feeling better about yourself, feeling better in your own skin, and being capable of like life.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. And you know what? You're so right in saying that a sedentary lifestyle, where you're sitting behind a desk, can cause so many issues as well. Because you know, um, as soon as I stopped working at the gym that I was at, I was always like super on my feet. And then I kind of transitioned to more of like an online PT and still have like mobile clients here and there. But for a lot of the time I was sitting behind my desk replying to clients and stuff like that. I started to get this low back pain again. And I was like, where the heck is this coming from? And then I realized it's because I was sitting down so much. So for me, that meant that, <clears throat> excuse me, for me that meant that I'd have to incorporate a little bit more stretching into my routine and a little bit more core work as well. And this is just to show you guys, like, fitness is, like, for us, our goals are not always just to, like, look better or look stronger than I was last year and stuff. I'm sure that's part of it for some parts. What's happening to my voice today? Get rid of it.
0: (coughs) In German, we say you have a frog in the throat.
1: Frog in the throat, that's a funny one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it goes beyond the physical. And for me, now, like, my why for fitness and why I do this is to, yeah, longevity and to also balance my body out as well posturally i know that i've always had like a bit of rounding in my shoulders because of my corporate job it's like, always so
0: much better yeah yeah i yeah. love
1: that though like and you know what i didn't even see it until he pointed it out he's like your shoulders round a little bit i'm like Shut, yeah I and really maybe be, and also because
0: you love your pull-ups and it's amazing it's impressive to what, what 8 10 how many do you smash out I body weight pull-ups anymore. like yeah. proper form um strict but um yeah, tight lats. Tight Because lats. you just love training back and love training lats and then that pulls on your humorous. I don't want to go too much into detail here. The but talky he loves his stuff. Yeah, I love it. Um yeah. but that's not what this is about. Um, but yeah so you know it's about balancing this out even seeing this in yourself and then diagnosing it I find it super fascinating you know we wake up after a hard session I feel I've got pain here it pulls through there so then I look into it do trigger point release you on know, me he does trigger learn.
1: point release on me yeah
0: because you are too soft on yourself and you would never get rid of it yeah otherwise. but you
1: heard me <laughs> <laughs> I'm his guinea pig <laughs> uh,
0: not really I test that on myself usually yeah, and whatever. then I apply it to that's you that's what it's he wants safe. you to think um but yeah um so it's it's for me it is so exciting um to there's always more to learn you always have new studies there are experts you know i'm i'm like you know i'm always open to so so fitness also means you it's it's the same for many areas in life but you never stop learning so you always have to stay up to date you know there are always new studies coming out new techniques and like you know just keeping up to date and also for my own training um that it wasn't always like that. Like looking at my own journey, it started off with I wanted to improve my looks. Like, like you know, straight up, that's, that was the reason I knew I was gonna move to Australia. I was like, oh, you're probably more likely to spend time on the beach. Yep. You better wanna look all right. It's not that I, I looked horrible before, but I wanted to get fit and I had some time on my hand as well, like um, preparing for Australia, like for my move. So I just started going to the gym more regularly, sorted out my nutrition you know, this helped me. And then I saw the the benefits also when it came to my energy levels, you know, all that. As soon as I went off the like frozen pizzas and shit. Uh, you know, frozen like, pizzas? Like <laughs> my the goodness. Oven, oven pizzas and stuff. <laughs> as soon as I went off that stuff and, you know, I just started um, eating healthier. This is, uh, and, and training regularly, this is where I saw the changes in my body. But yep. then very soon, you know, then also with the move to Australia um, and the active lifestyle here, it was more the other benefits. And you know, as soon as you, let's say you have these, and I didn't really have horrible postural issues, but I'm sure looking back now, I don't have these before and after photos, you know, side on and stuff, but I am i would almost um, be certain that I had rounded shoulders as well. You know
1: what? In one of the photos I've seen of you back in the day, like you stand a lot stronger and a lot taller now yeah and that's to back yeah then. and that's
0: what i was just gonna say because um back then i worked full-time as like a social media manager and video editor you know on the desk all day editing videos even though even though my colleagues i remember they always pointed out they were like do you hear us walking past and that's why you're sitting like completely straight you know back neutral and stuff or is it just how you sit and i was like i think it's just how i sit i don't know it's it, i've i've created this awareness habit or awareness so my posture wasn't too bad but still i'm sure it wasn't as good as now so what i realized then with the training few months into my training seeing a transformation i was walking taller and it gives you more confidence you don't look down on the floor you look at the people that walk past you you know you you shoulders go go up or actually they're not going up they're back going back um but you know your chest comes out your head goes up you feel better about yourself the pains go away and then um as, and then it's like at the end of the day if you get it right if you have a good uh, program you, or you know you you get you, you get some knowledge or an expert to help you out and you get the right expert you know and uh, none of the people selling bullshit but someone who really knows what they do, then you will see the results. you know if you with fitness training if with your training and nutrition you put something in you get something out guaranteed if you do it right. And that's the thing as well. And then you can see if you have a bit of a transformation yourself, you know, this gives you confidence and you can transfer a lot of things. Um, I might've said that before, you can transfer it to a lot of other areas in your life. For me, it's about every time I go to the gym, I'm like, I'm training hard. I'm in my zone. I'm training hard. I'm pushing. I'm I'm giving everything. And then if you train like this, this is where you see results. This is where you see growth and changes. take this and apply it to everything else in life if you go past what's comfortable if you leave your comfort uh, comfort zone if there's one exercise you hate like for you it's the rotator cuff pulls on the cables or something you know these things I don't
1: hate that as much anymore I hate hate that bloody air that's
0: that's what I was going to say if you hate those rotator cuff pulls if you hate the farmer's carries and stuff but you stick with it you see the results and then you start loving it and you get comfortable with it and then you push harder and that's the same in life if there's something that you have anxieties about you're afraid of do it do it again do it again and at some point you might end up loving it believe it or not there was a stage in my life when I studied journalism and people were trying to put me in front of the camera and I would get so nervous I hated it I was like no no freaking way but then nobody else wanted to do it so then i was at least i was always the person that was like all right nobody else does it all right i'll do it um but i was like nervous didn't feel comfortable all this stuff long story short um scored a goal in soccer that went viral was invited to a local tv station couldn't say no my whole club was like you've got to go you've got to go like you know also some promo for the for the club and the upcoming matches was super nervous again but then Like, I don't know, you know, this switched off after like two or three minutes into the show. And well, you see it right now. I can talk like a waterfall (laughs) if if you give me the space and time. And that's what the presenter there, the host did. And then people were like, it seemed like you did this. You did this for years. Are you the host or is it the other guy that was sitting next to you, basically? And that's when I was like, why are you limiting yourself you know, why are you limiting yourself because you think you can't do it because you have some sort of anxieties or issues, but you have so much more potential. Just do it. And then there was another TV show that I went to that's like a national TV um, where whoever is into soccer, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, he used to play for uh, Dortmund. He now plays for Arsenal. Um, he was on the show and I was just like on stage um, quickly with, with him shortly And yeah, I got more and more confident with it and started my own YouTube channel. And from training, you can transfer the same things, leave your comfort zone and you will... Grow and you will see successes. Yeah,
1: one hundred percent, right. And I think something you touched on earlier, um, is where you spoke about um structuring your training program and the importance of it. And I can definitely say that when I first started training, um for me it was not just to look good but to feel good. But then I start and then I discovered the pull up and I discovered that I could sort of do one or two and I was like just committed to getting them right. I was like, No, I've gotta do them and I focused so much, so much, so much on this. Got really good at them, but then I was neglecting other parts of my body, Mm. and that's what caused even more rounding of my shoulders, right? So it's so important to have a structured training program that is balanced, so you look at the whole body, like, your goal might be to improve your push-ups, or it might be to do, like, X amount of sit-ups, but to do those properly, like, You've got to look at the whole body. You can't just look at one body part in isolation. You know what I mean? It's a kinetic chain. It's fully connected. And it's the same thing with um, even injuries as well. So for me, like when I've had like back pain or if I've had shoulder pain, like my shoulder pain started, it affected my right shoulder. And then a few weeks later, I got back pain in my right, in, in the opposite hip. Yeah. And that's because we have a posterior sling that connects. And at the time, I didn't know, like, all oh, the whole body's connected. I'm like, why are these parts hurting? But then you realize it's because yeah. your whole body is, like, one thing, right? And, boo,
0: that's another thing about fitness and that I think fitness has taught me. Um, of course, I've had these this experience. I drifted away from the topic a little bit earlier. But this experience, that was actually before I started working out that regularly. That was when I was still into soccer more. But mm. then, like, you know, connecting to that experience, fitness, you know, fitness was sort of the driving force in, like, Seeking more and more discomfort in my life because I know this is what brings results. This is what brings growth, also personal growth, growth, not just muscular growth. Um, And then at the same time, what fitness also taught me, I also made a lot of mistakes in the beginning. I was a complete rookie, didn't have any background or education. You know, I ended up with shoulder pain because I didn't bench press properly, and you know the list goes on. Um, It also showed me that like now we're sitting here and we can call ourselves experts in some way even though there are always people that know more yep. in certain areas of course we we're not saying we know everything but um like we are now at a stage where we have certificates you know where we have studied and we have years of experience as well but back then at the start i made all these mistakes and then but then i got so much into it and also driven by my own pains and niggles and and problems and challenges i was facing I started educating myself and this is one of the was one of the lessons as well life is a never ending lesson basically you know it's all about learning and getting better and educating yourself and then you know as soon as you work on your education your knowledge but also your mindset this is how you reach the next step in life you know so it's always about continuing to learn This also applies to many fields.
1: There's so many things that you learn through fitness that will help you in so many aspects of your life. And I think one of the key things that I've learned through fitness has been the importance of discipline and consistency. And that's something that you can take in your entire life because to be successful at anything whatever your goal is you need to be consistent and you need to be disciplined like you can't there's no shortcuts with that stuff you know what i mean like you've got to put the work in you can't just be like i've got a dream and then believe in the universe and it's going to manifest it for you no you've got to put the work in otherwise these things don't work for you either right
0: and you and even if you don't feel it one day for the greater good for your goals you do it again and you just keep going and you know um I don't know if you, you can't create a passion for something, but you can, you know, even though you have the, you have the passion or there, the, you know, there is like a bit of a fire for it. You know, you've got to keep that going and you've got yep. to push through the, the, the days where you don't really feel like it because you know how you feel when you get out of it. Yeah. Or because you know that you have a bigger goal and it's leading towards your goal. So yeah, discipline and, and dedication, you know, and yes. just consistency. Really, really important in that, in that context. I, I fully agree with you.
1: Yeah, and we speak a lot about how motivation is fleeting. And you know what, I've had some clients say to me, um, you know what, it's easier for some people because they're mo- more intrinsically motivated. So they're more self-motivated and I'm just not that kind of person. I never have been and I never can be and things like that. And I think one way to kind of just counter that whole challenge and throw it away is to focus on creating habits because it doesn't matter if you're intrinsically motivated or extrinsically motivated. If you set habits into place, one or two even per day, and you just do them, that's it without even thinking like you're you're setting yourself up for success and that's a good way for anyone to start thinking about um approaching more of a healthier lifestyle like simple goals like just drink a little bit more water or stretch in the morning and things like that you know it's
0: this these little details and also having a um a training program a routine knowing all right it's monday i go and do this it's wednesday i go and do this it's friday i go and do this there is no doubt. There is no discussion, you know. You know you the alarm goes, you get up and you you just do it and you get it out of the way and you know after that you're going to feel a hell of a lot better. But yep. then there's a, like something just came to my mind um, as well. Another thing that I learned like in the fitness world and through my education and stuff is I know it also taught me to be more open-minded and tolerant to other ideas and approaches. Yep. Also during my – sorry, during my studies – I know, like we had to do uh, group classes choreographed to music, yeah. And you know, I had to like do these like step aerobic <laughs> classes and stuff, it. and const- uh, and constructed, yeah, constructed as well, like uh, write it basically, but in <laughs> instructed as well and stuff. And I, I had never done a single class, like not even a high intensity class or anything before that. I was <laughs> always the lone wolf, like you know, headphones on in my, love it, like you know, like in just completely tunnel vision. People at the gym think I'm a complete like. Uh, I'm a complete dick probably, you know, because I would probably not at them or something, but I can't come in with my headphones Headphones on already because I'm in the zone. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we had to do this, this stuff. And also there were people with different backgrounds, of course, you know, like um, all, all sorts of different fitness backgrounds. And maybe um, looking back in the first terms, I was still a little bit stubborn with, you know, with my ways of uh, thinking and training and stuff. But now I'm I'm way more open. And of course, I'm still looking at things critically. It's good. It, 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 no matter if it's a teacher or whoever tells me stuff, I'm not just taking it for, for the Question truth. Question it, yeah. Um, but um, I've become a lot more open. And I think this is also something that transfers, like it's a lesson you learn through fitness, mm. especially if you seek... You know, if you seek a professional career in that area, that also transfers to a lot of other areas in life.
1: Yeah, and that's a really good point. I never thought about it in that way, like how it does make you more open because, of course, there's different people that come with different life experiences, with different approaches to health and fitness. Yeah, and
0: there are different ways to success as well, you know. It's not that that you can't get fit. It's a different fit, maybe, with some gym models than others. You know, I'm also working, like I've got my fitness certificate, but also... Um, I'm working in the industry with different gyms and I see different approaches and I might agree with one more than the other, but you know, it's like at the end of the day, it's a coexistence yep. basically. And you can't say this is the only right way to go. But of course we both agree, the more holistic, the better.
1: Yeah, and look, the word fitness and what it means for everyone can be very different as well. So I think by being more open, you're respecting other people's definition of that word and that's that's a good way to be. Don't just, you know, force your own definition onto people. I think that's very important um, to point out as well. Um something that you did mention um also as well as the structure to your training that's something that's really important i think balance is also something i've really learned through fitness too not
0: not to like to not over train yeah take so your rest days yeah.
1: yeah to take your rest days to listen to your body because where i have injured myself it's 100% of the time It has been when I didn't listen to my body Like if I had pain I'd be like yeah It's fine I'll just get through it Or if I haven't taken a rest day in 12 days And I still wanted to go train Because I'm so obsessed with it I'd still go train And then I would hurt myself Because mm. of overtraining. Mm. You must listen to your body Especially if you want to think about longevity And being in this game for a long time And to improve your health For all stages of your life Like not just your body now Like our bodies are not going to be like this For the rest of our lives We're going to go through all sorts of stuff So you want to make sure That your, your body will be able to adapt to whatever stage of life you're in and of course slow down the aging process but and age gracefully but you've got to think about balance because apart from bodybuilders or full-time athletes that this is their life a lot of us do have other priorities in our lives as well we have families we have a social life we have children we have kids we have all these jobs yeah jobs if dogs we have like a lot of stuff going on and fitness i think should, is, is, a, is one part of your life, but it shouldn't overtake your entire life. Yes, you can have a healthy lifestyle, but that'll help you in other aspects of your life too. It's not about taking away, like not becoming so obsessed with weighing your food or the weighing scale that it takes away from how balanced you feel and how happy yeah, you feel yeah, or how you exactly. are around your friends and family. But fitness is just a part of your life and it's a lifestyle you're building, not something that's gonna overpower everything else and everything else goes out the window.
0: If you feel like it's making you actually making you more insecure you know every time you don't go to the gym or if you have a gram more on the on the weighing scale then Mm. maybe you should change something about your approach to what you think is fitness and there are two things as well that i wanted to mention that is like one is in the context of basically longevity and responsibility you've got to understand if you put in the work at the gym please understand that's not all you also have to put in the work for your own education yeah So, you do not get injured, so you do not like, you know, um, go, so you don't go too hard at the gym, you make sure you're doing everything right, you make sure that it's all like gradually building up, and um, uh, otherwise, if you do not have the time or do not want to put the effort into, seeking education yourself and you can clearly do that there's so much stuff out there i would say that from what i learned in my studies and what i learned like outside my studies it's sort of equal there's so much stuff out there on the internet on youtube but also a lot of bullshit at the same time so find yes. find sources find a way to figure out that you can really trust people and that's usually to some extent it is certificates they're also really good good people that do not have the educational paper and they're still really good they're also like that's not usually not the doctors and physiotherapists and stuff they they know more of what they're doing than um just the personal trainers it's a very very like very common title uh, you know that's like sort of easy easy to achieve um but find people you trust or otherwise Get a personal trainer to help you out. At the same time, we might have people that work in the fitness industry or that that are fitness influencers here. Responsibility goes even more for you guys. You have to make sure that you educate yourselves as well. It's not just about getting that cert and then being able to make money and train people. Like, you know, we both agree. I know you have the exact same opinion. Yep. It's a huge, huge responsibility we yes. have. It's a massive. It's an honor as well to train someone and have the have the chance to change their life, like literally change their life. And um, at the same time, it's also a big responsibility. You can completely fuck it up as well, you know. Um, so even by selling these like diarrhea teas, like pushing the same uh, the, the 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 like the, the the same values that like really feed into insecurities, you know, that it's all about body image and all that stuff, but also about like just running through the motions and, you know, not really knowing what you do then you you wouldn't believe. Also in my job um, as a videographer and photographer, I've worked with clients where I needed to find a way to cover up the horrific coaching and form and stuff, yeah, everything wow. that happened in front of my lens. You know, and that was like gyms. They were like they were getting a lot of clients through the door and I was standing there and I was like, how on earth is that a deadlift or why do we make a 60 year old man that doesn't even have the mobility and form? Why do you put him into like maximum deadlifts or three RMs or three rep max or how much weight can you lift uh, for three repetitions? Um yep. you know that's a bit of a safer way to test your maximum strength because when mm. you when you do when you try to find the, the the weight you can lift for one rep, you're like on the very edge of what your body can do. When you go for three reps, it's usually a little bit lower and then you, you know, this is what you can work with, it's a bit safer. But yeah, I saw so much shit happening in front of my eyes, in front of my lens, and that is people that do work in the fitness industry. Do they think what they do is like is right? Maybe, or do they not just not really care because they get away with it and they can still make the money? I don't know, but I think that's really important for people to understand. You have a you have such a big responsibility. People yeah. are giving their health into your hands.
1: one hundred percent. don't understand that one hundred percent, boo. And that's the thing. Like, I think it might be a case of them getting to the stage that they've been doing it so long that they get comfortable with what they're doing, and then these little cues, technique tips, and stuff that they used to care about and what they used to do a lot before when they first started they kind of stop because they get comfortable in what they're doing but you're absolutely right when you say that any fitness professional has a very big responsibility and it's up to you and fitness
0: influences as well because today people it seems like i spoke to someone who is extremely well educated working in the industry he went to the fitness expo and he says like he feels like education is not even really valued it's all about how many followers do you have on on social media? So also to the influencers, understand that with the with the people growing up now, or the you know the people like this younger generation, they pay even more attention to you than they would to some like doctor, Cairo, physiotherapist. Oh my
1: God, the world has changed. Whatever so much.
0: whatever it is, so you know. Also, sorry that I interrupted you, but it's not just the trainers. Include the. Fitness influences there as well. Yeah,
1: I was going to. That was, That's what I was getting ah, to. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's always reading my mind. But yeah, like... Yeah, it n- just
0: pisses me off, yeah.
1: You know what? And the thing is, like, every second person on Instagram now is, like, a fitness coach, but they don't even have the qualifications. And some of them that do have these qualifications are these, like, five-day courses online. They call themselves a PT and stuff. And they pollute the industry, selling programs that are not well-researched and see how people get injured. And also setting up people with unrealistic expectations, promising things that are just not going to happen. I'm sorry, but you're not going to lose... 10 kilos in 10 days and keep it off. Like you you can lose that 10 kilos, you'll be very sick and then you'll put on 20 and that's how it generally works. And not just that, but you have a negative relationship with food and a healthy lifestyle. And that's not what you want long-term. You want to eat and train in a way that you can for the rest of your life, especially with the nutrition part of it. You cannot out train a bad diet. Like the amount of people that I know that train so hard and then are not seeing results, it's always because of the food. And I was one of them. Like I was training hard like a savage back in the day. Didn't eat well at all. I was smashing buttered croissants. I was eating whatever I wanted, like just super fatty foods, because I was like, you know what? I can train. I don't have to eat like super healthy all the time. I have a protein shake once a day. I'm good. I'm chilling. It doesn't work like that. You've got to think about the fuel you put in your body because your body is your home. You have to treat it like one. You know, all these things that you put in, they they're gonna count for not just for how you look but how you feel as well. And I feel it too. Like if we have like, for example, a cheat meal, like, you know how crap we feel after? Like I feel bloated. Like after having like a burger, I'll feel super bloated because of the bread. And not just that, but like mentally I'll be like a bit like spaced out or even like a bit annoyed or irritable because of the food that I'm eating because it's so processed. And you don't want to be eating like that in like a long term. Like you want to be able to eat in a way where it's healthy, the way you feel your body, you're happy with it. It's sustainable and not just not be on a like restrictive diet plan, but be balanced. Like go out with your friends, just make healthier choices. Yeah. And if you have the right coach, they will help you, help you to get to a place where you're empowered to make decisions about your own food without being dependent on them for the long term. And that's what a real good coach does.
0: And with fitness influencers, another thing um, I still can't move past it's this. It's really annoyed uh, you, uh, hasn't topic. it? Yeah. Yeah. Just you know, once I'm I'm in a flow here. Um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, there's more and more stuff coming to my head. Another thing is. Uh, a lot of these people they like they might have a bodybuilding competition or get into a certain shape and then they keep posting these p- photos all the year, like you know all throughout the year and make it look like they maintain, yeah. maintain this physique but it's actually not true because it is not sustainable you can not maintain it especially not naturally that's another thing that i wanted to mention you know there might be some substances uh, that they use as well that are not not exactly healthy and you know that there like a lot of stuff happening in the background also remember when you see these people genetics might play a role as well even though i don't want to take away much of the like the 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 results you know and the the outcome um by by saying just someone's genetics, but this can play a role. It can be one of the factors. And then also in an Instagram photo, do you see if their left QL, left lower back hurts or if it's the right uh, bum cheek that hurts or if they have knee pain in the left knee? You don't know. It's an Instagram picture. They might get certain results, but are they sustainable? So you never know how they got there, what they do, if they are well-balanced, if they are healthy. Um, you know it's it's very very superficial so don't take anything for granted and one more I'll throw in one more here um, another thing is I also feel like these people are always trying to come up with the next cool thing and stuff and try to reinvent the wheel and, sh- and shit so there are some people out there <laughs> There are some people out there that are really um, you know trust that those are some people that would like proper doctor you know professor whatever qualifications and stuff like when it comes to um, to to rehab and uh, physiotherapy and that's the stuff I'm looking at, and then there are only very very few um, that are that have more of a strength and conditioning and you know athletic uh, trainer background and or are also very very well educated. Yeah, and that's about it. See so much stuff on on Instagram. I'm like that clearly looks like an Instagram exercise. You know, that yeah. might that might work out your uh, likes and and following on Instagram, and that's about it. So. People really think they always have to come up
1: with something new. Look, I think we've spoken about it before. Like, social media can be such a great tool, but it can be used in a way that's so negative as well. And that sometimes, like especially in the fitness scene, creating unrealistic body um, image expectations as well, especially for f- females. Like the amount of trainers or and influencers, I will say as well, that have had surgeries to look the way they do mm. and then selling programs to say, look like I do through this program. I'm sorry, but you don't even look the way you do naturally. Look like
0: I do through this surgeon. Yeah, yeah. you
1: f- just give the number of your surgeon instead. Like, what the heck is that? Like, be real about what you do, whatever, do whatever surgeries you want, but don't go out there selling a program to a young girl who's never been into a gym and then setting up how she views fitness for the rest of her life. Because that first like touch point with the gym, with fitness is so important, I feel. And you it's know? hard
0: to break that, right? If someone has this expectation or this idol that they look up to and stuff it's very difficult to, difficult to get them away yeah,
1: from that. 100% and I remember like about a year ago, I had an online um, c- potential client approach me and she said to me, um, uh, I'd like to get into online training. I wanna do a bit of training with you online, blah, 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 blah. And um, I gave her all the information that I wanted to and for the goal that she wanted to hit, she wanted to lose a fair few amount of kilos, and I gave her a realistic time frame for that. And then I didn't hear back from her. And then a week later, I thought about it. I'm like, maybe I should just follow up with her and see what happened there. And I did. And she goes, oh, actually, I ended up buying the program, the one that um, Kim Kardashian t- trainer sells, because it said that I could lose weight faster. And I was like, oh, my God, this girl. She has no idea what she's about to no, do. I'm no. like, you know what? Good luck. Let me know how it goes. And a few weeks later, she messaged me. and She's like, you know what? You were right. And I'm like, well... It's not even your fault. Like, this is just the information that these influencers are putting out there with no research, just bullshit, trying to get your money, basically. You know, it's it, it pollutes the industry. And Instagram has made every second person a, f- a personal trainer now. And, like, real qualified personal trainers, like, it takes away from them a little bit as well because now you're in the same market as all these people pretending to be trainers. So, you know what? If you get an online coach, ask for the certificates, whatever.
0: But even but even if you have certified personal trainers, you still have... Yeah, that's the thing as well. You, you still have good and bad ones. And, look, there are also different approaches. If someone comes to me with a certain celebrity and they say, this is what I want to look like, you know, they have a certain expectation. They say, like, oh, I want to do these um, exercises, but not those. They're different ways to go with this Yeah. some trainers will be like alright sure great we're gonna do this and they will try to somehow squeeze in some exercises that they think will benefit and you know are essential some will just do completely what the client wants and not really care and be like oh too easy she only wants to do bloody hip thrusts and, that's uh, all she's and, gonna and do. donkey kicks with her elastic band to get a bigger booty then that's what she's gonna do um, I'm the kind of person I'll burst the bubble straight, straight away. away I'm like alright look This is what you want. This is person XYZ, not sustainable. Doesn't look like that all year round. Might be on like some substances as well. This and this and this. I give them the whole list. And then I'm like, look, if it's about, to me, you know, my approach is that fitness is something you look at holistically. You know, it's about not just improving your looks, um, but also becoming fitter in the sense of stronger. And all the things we went through earlier, basically, I don't have to repeat it here. Yeah you know and list all these benefits and all the other uh, things to look at and have then someone s- sort of similar story there with this uh, potential client or some ended up as a client i think yeah. um yeah if someone then goes like all right i'll find a trainer that just gives me what i want okay fair enough but at least i can sleep well because i know i'm not the one who just like you know it's 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 also about like I'm not just, talking shit yeah it's also about like understanding your responsibility and being like look we either do it the right way or Ooh, I don't want to be responsible it. for it. Like, yeah, you're like I, to do I wouldn't want any want.
1: part in some I wouldn't want any part in creating a negative relationship with training and nutrition for another person.
0: Yeah. No way. Like Or potentially training someone into injury just because that's the way they want to train and they just want someone to be like, okay, come on, one more rep. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I think at the end of the day, like you've got to set realistic goals around what you're after. And also invest in your own ed- education if you are in the fitness industry or if you're not. Also, take it upon yourself to learn. There's so much good content out there from some influencers and look yes. at them. Like, make sure they're backed up by their credentials and they know what they're doing. Like, you, you'll be able to kind of sift through the noise. Yeah, you know? You know you'll know what? be able like,
0: to see. Um, I would say on YouTube. Yeah. Um, down in the comments or, or maybe in the info box or just in the description, we might actually link you a few channels like our fitness influencers some yeah. Instagram and YouTube channels that we think have great tutorials and, you yes. know, like great education, great knowledge. There are some guys out there. It's awesome. You know, they include science. You know, it's all science-based and it's backed up properly. It's no bro science. Um. So, um. yeah, we might even go and do that.
1: Yeah, we will do that. And look, another big aspect of um, not just training but general generally feeling better in life is your nutrition and i think for me the biggest changes came when i changed up my nutrition and i started eating in a way where i was thinking about the foods that i was fueling my body with like it wasn't just so scattered like i know that before i started to care about what i ate i was kind of just like all over the place sometimes i would eat breakfast sometimes i would just eat two meals a day sometimes i have four like i was just like erratic completely right and-
0: You felt so much more energetic, probably right, or your energy levels balanced.
1: Back then, when I was eating randomly, no, I felt like shit.
0: When you made the change, exactly, because I experienced the same. As soon as I sorted my diet, you know, that's when you realize so much more energy in the morning, all the way throughout the day, you know, and all these benefits. Your sleep gets better. Ooh, that's a whole that's a whole different topic. We might talk about that in in a different podcast. Like all the aspects that go into establishing this, like healthy, routine. healthy lifestyle and mm. routines and habits and stuff. But, you know, you really have to look at it holistically. And I think that is very important here. Don't focus on these short-term goals, like quick results or what that gym says, you lose those 10 kilos in four months. No, no, buy my skinny fit tea and buy my program and you'll get the 10 kilos down uh, like off your hips in just two weeks exactly you know usually that stuff is not healthy and sustainable i mean if we if we look at it what would you say what's what's a healthy weight loss and we don't even just want to look at weight but maybe if someone is like you know obese then yeah like the, the way you want to lose weight on the scale um a kilo two kilos
1: per week yeah, it depends. It depends on the weight of the person. Like I wouldn't be True. able to give you like a, a set but amount, but a,
0: a bit of a range at least, you know, so people don't have like crazy expectations. Like
1: I would say no more than a kilo and a half or a kilo. Yeah, right. So we, yeah,
0: so we can agree there. So you know, this is something to look at and understand. You're in this for the long run. What's it worth if you get rid of all the water in your body? And then two weeks later, it's it's on again. Yeah. Or do you want to stay on these diarrhea teas forever?
1: Yeah. Right. And even though we did say like about a kilo, a kilo and a half per week would be the maximum. It depends on the person. Like if you weigh a lot more, you've got a lot more to lose. So therefore, you will lose a lot more every week. Not someone f- like that's 55 kilos is not going to lose one kilo a week in a sustainable and healthy way. Like if I started to lose a kilo a week, I'd be like, warning bells will be real. But like, why yeah. am I losing so much weight?
0: You're you're completely right there. It's a bit. Um, how do you say the curve is not you know going. It's, relative, it's, it's not, relative it's not a straight it's not a straight line like it's a bit you know exponential basically you could say the, the the heavier you are like what's what's healthy and sustainable but the thing is this um do not starve yourself to death do not like flush out your body and you know dehydrate yourself and stuff sort out your nutrition become more active and things are gonna work out
1: That's the thing. It's
0: super simple.
1: The best detox is just eating better for your body. Like just eat better, drink a lot of water and don't focus too much on this like weight loss running your life. Like so many clients come to me and it's they when they start off, they always like, I need to lose this much amount per week, etc. etc. And then through a coaching process they start to realize that this isn't the most important indicator of my progress. There's so many other things to look at, so many things that affect your weighing scale as well. Think about stress water um whether you're sleeping properly whether you're getting enough nutrients how much food is in your belly are you constipated are you going to the bathroom properly there's so many things that play uh, like play a role in the weight so it's not always about that think about all right my goal was to train 3 times this week did i achieve that yes or no how much water did i drink how much sleep did i how get how
0: much better do i feel how much
1: better do i feel how does my confidence improve? How do I feel about myself? How am I around my family? This kind of thing. Like that's, that's, that's the important stuff. And then,
0: maybe one more uh, aspect that I would chuck in I know you agree, we do it together all the time is um, also working, like, yeah, for weight loss, even without signing up to the gym, but just by sorting out your diet, that's more powerful than signing up with a gym, but not sorting out your diet. that's what people have to understand but then also for feeling better getting rid of these pains and you know lifestyle induced imbalances in your body and stuff uh work on your mobility flexibility as well and uh, people are like don't don't let and don't jump into these um uh can I give that a general as general advice I want to be careful here giving this as general advice but um work on your overall strength and stability as well when it comes to your body i think that's important this is what you can definitely say make sure that your training is well balanced
1: yeah and i think that's something we touched on earlier it's not just about having the biggest lats and stuff like that just yeah. having big lats is going to cause a lot of muscular and structural imbalances in your body so make sure your training program is structured and if you work with a coach who knows what they're doing they will structure your training program according to that
0: and don't wait uh, don't don't um don't ego lift yeah. That's how I like to call it. Don't ego lift. Like the two of us, we stand there sometimes, we're only holding elastic bands and trying to hold them out and, and pull them apart for 30, 45, 60 seconds. Kill my it life. burns. And I don't care if anyone says like, that looks bloody ridiculous. We did Pavlov Press. Yeah, how we'll ridiculous that Pavlov, Pavlov Press. Pavlov Press, look it up. You only oh. do it with an elastic band. You're, you're standing 90 degree to the, where the band is attached and you're only pushing it out in front of your chest basically with this elastic band like... Um, um, pulling pulling you from the side it is so hard I was sweating bullets we did yeah, it after were. our like um, escalating density training I think like some interval training I don't care what people think yeah. I'm not lifting I don't care what people say and oh I can lift heavier and stuff I've seen dudes right next to me on the bench that look smaller take the heavier dumbbells slam them around smack them on the floor stand up in front of the mirror and touch their shoulder and yeah. feel their shoulder impingement and I'm just like dude I know where it's coming from but Then again, he looked unapproachable. Sometimes, (laughs) sometimes I would go and tell people, like you know, because I also feel a responsibility. But I felt like most people, even though you say it in the nicest way, uh, yeah. It, it, no it depends you can't generalize but I've made some experiences where people didn't want to take my feedback
1: yeah I um, think a good way to kind of counter that is because I've struggled with that a lot like when I see people with shitty form and I want to go up to them but I'm worried like are they going to think I'm overstepping I just ask them like hey do you mind if I provide a little bit of feedback and then it's up to them if they want it or not they'll tell you and then you can just give it yeah it's opinion. either
0: this or we, we, we know that it's always better t- instead of saying this is what you do wrong it's like you know what? There's another way to do this that, like, I feel like gives me an even better pump or gives me even better results if I try to put my shoulders down a little bit more. You know, like, so, so you give them something like, "Do you want to get even more of that exercise? Mm-hmm. This is how you could do. Yeah. Like, you know, put put yeah, it that more about, put it more about the, make it more about the benefits than man, what are you doing there? You're going to end up in the... Well just ask wheelchair. for permission
1: before you provide yeah. feedback. Yeah. Cause then,
0: good good idea. Because
1: then they can say yes or no and then it's in their yeah. control. Because if someone is super stubborn and you tell them, oh, I get a better pump from this way, they're going to be like, yeah, whatever. You know? yeah, yeah, it for, yeah,
0: true, yeah, true. Um, but yeah, but basically going back to the core of what I wanted to say is don't worry about like, you know, this ego lifting, this and that. I think we meant we, we mentioned it in the last uh, podcast as well um, that... If you are afraid or intimidated by going into a gym, um, everyone's so much more focused on themselves than anybody else there, and the people that are only there to to look and talk shit already tells stories about uh, who they are and you know and, and their mindset. So yeah, like it doesn't even matter. And if you are re- f- if you feel like I wanna kick it off at home I want to kick it off with a personal trainer like outside the gym or something then you know there are always people I mean you're doing this as well here in Sydney yeah. um, that you can train with out, outside the gym if you yeah. feel like that environment is a bit intimidating. It depends
1: on what the client is comfortable and I find that some people prefer to train at home just because it's a, bit, a little bit more convenient as well instead of them having to take the kids to school, have the showers done, have everything Yeah, and is for sorted. a lot of
0: goals, you know, depending on what your goal is, of course, for a lot of people it works out. It works perfectly fine.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's completely dependent on the client and- You know, I'm a mobile personal trainer, so I do go to clients' homes as well because it's just more convenient for them. But then there are some clients that would prefer to be in the gym or if those clients that have goals that you can only really achieve in the gym with proper equipment that they may not have at home, then that's where you take them. But again, it it varies and it depends. And it's about making it fit into your life as part of your day. And I find that clients that actually train in the morning are generally more successful at uh, adhering to their fitness goals and achieving Mm -hmm. results because the day just starts on a in a good way, and it's not like you know the whole day has happened, and then you're thinking about oh I've got to do this 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 before I sleep. It's like your training is done in the morning. Yeah. Boom, you so training,
0: the so training, um, training is one aspect of yeah. fitness and a fit lifestyle or healthy lifestyle. Um, really helps you with so many other areas in yeah. your life as well. Your energy levels, your mindset. You know, just um, being more determined. You know, starting your day off in a good mood because you feel better about yourself you know you've done something for yourself you've made one you you, you've taken one step that brings you closer to your goals so I think if you look at it holistically there are so so many benefits when it comes to fitness
1: yeah you're 100% right and I think Regardless of what point you are in your journey, whether you're just starting out or you're intermediate or you've been in the game for a long time, like I think the most important thing is for you to love yourself fiercely along the way, each part of the journey. Love who you are, love what, appreciate what your body does for you and what you are fueling your body with, and just, you know, like be, be grateful for the body and that take, you have.
0: And take pride in your accomplishments. Yeah. Even though it's just the little ones, and you're like, they're always stronger dudes in the gym. Look, okay? yeah. we, we see them all. Always, there's always someone's stronger faster smarter whatever better yeah but still take pride in your own accomplishments i think that's yeah. very important too should we end it here
1: yeah i think it's a great way to end it yeah
0: yeah great um, way to summary. you do you want to do the outro today or is it it's just my thing eh? yeah you love doing the outro <laughs> i don't want to
1: take that away from you all right
0: guys um yeah we hope this resonated with you and we could inspire you maybe some of you guys uh felt like this was a bit eye-opening please be a bit more careful mindful with what you take for the truth on social media where you get your info and your inspiration from yeah um, because there are a lot of i think i call it rotten apples i don't even know if you if you would say that in english but you know a lot of people out there that have that are pushing uh, unhealthy products that have like yeah well can i say wrong approaches to fitness at least in my opinion um and unsustainable um approaches so yeah, hopefully this resonated. Um, if you have any questions um, around fitness, this, I'm sure this is not the last um, fitness-related podcast. Please let us know in the comments on YouTube. Send us uh, messages or pop it in the comments um, on Instagram. And we see you again next week. All Thank right. you very much for listening and watching. I'm out. And last have a, a great week, you. everyone. <laughs>
1: Enjoy yourselves. Bye.